Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors is sponsored by Intervine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at intervine.com. I don't mind of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this week. My name is Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis. And once again, connected via the magic of modern technology to his compound somewhere in southern Missouri is my co-host, Bo Matthews. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. You know, southern Missouri, northern Arkansas, you don't know where I am, no. man. Uh-uh. All I know is you're under 50 <laughs> feet of concrete in a bunker solidified uh, in an undescript location. That's the way it's done, brother. That's the way it's done. I'm surviving uh, quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Quarantine is uh, slowly wrapping up, and we are, you know, kind of making, taking little baby steps and getting back to normal. Um, have you, did you notice anything different this week since the city and county started their phase one reopening? Did, well, did you notice uh, anything me, different? Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, occasionally I'll make it up to St. Louis County, which we went up to me and a buddy ran up to uh, Menards on Manchester. And, you know, of course I'm prepared. I have my, I have my mask and my, my hoodie pouch and, you know, that's on my, on my shirt that I'm wearing. And my buddy forgot his mask in the car and they had a huge sign that said, masks required, and really? this is the most condensed uh, population of any place I've seen that every single person had a mask on, including the employees, including the the, the, the customers. And the funny thing was, is they found a, they found another revenue stream. Tony, they were selling masks for uh, a dollar or two at their service counter if you didn't have one. So they want you to shop, but they might want to sell you another item, yeah, as in a mask. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I. Maybe one time throughout this entire process have I been in a store where there was more people with masks on than not. Really? Maybe once. Almost every time I've been in stores, the majority of people have not had masks on. Do you find yourself parking out in front of each building going, okay, what's the, what's the population? How many, how many percentage are going in with a mask and what, what's not? And then you make your decision of whether you're going to wear a mask. Yeah. I, I usually, if I'm, this makes no sense, 
And I talked about this earlier this week, too, so I, I understand the people that are going to say, it's dumb, that doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you, it doesn't make any sense. I'm not, I'm not justifying it. It's just this is how my brain works. It, it, whether or not I have my mask on has to do with how much time I'm going to spend in the store. If I'm okay. on my <laughs> way home from work and I get a text from my wife that says, hey, we need diapers, most of the time, we've we've eliminated almost all of those, like, run up to the store to get one item trips. You know, oh, yeah. writing things down and only going once a week. But every now and then, there's there's a situation where you'd have to get run and get that one item, like diapers. So, um... If I so if I am just running if I if I get that text and I just have to run into a Walgreens or something on my way home, or if I'm on my way into work and I have to get gas and I run in to get um, a couple of energy drinks or something, I don't wear I I don't put my mask on. If I'm going because to the grocery, cor- I don't I I don't have <laughs> I don't have an excuse. Because the virus can't catch you if you're only going in for one item. I have no excuse. <laughs> I told, I'm telling you, but that is how I have. That's how I've done it. If I'm going to be, if, if but if I'm like grocery shopping or I'm, you know, I've got a list of things that I'm going to be out picking up and I'm going to be in the store for uh, an extended period of time, then I usually put my mask on again. Yeah. Makes no sense. But I, I'm telling you, I, I have almost never experienced a situation where most of the people in the store had a mask on, employees included. And it's usually like, Three to one. It's usually seventy-five percent don't, and twenty-five right, percent right. do. I, maybe sometimes it's more. It's closer to fifty-fifty, but that's been the that's been my experience with it. So, so it, this morning was a first for me. I had a dentist appointment early this morning, and it was the first time that I had to uh, have a temperature taken uh, before I was allowed in the building. Yeah, and so they shoot you in the head with. I think it's the same kind of laser thermometer that I've got at my house that yep. I bought at Harbor Freight for fifteen dollars. But that's I don't know if that's legit. And and besides oh, you don't that, know that you don't trust the reading. Well, I mean it's it's good for testing surfaces and stuff, but is it is it truly like a thermometer that you orally a, or the we, other way our, take? Our thermometer at home, like that we take our kids' temperatures with, is a little is a little laser surface, just like the one at the pediatric, just like the one at the doctor's office. So it, the, it didn't the, cost fifteen dollars. It cost like forty dollars, but yeah, it it it. I, it seems to be accurate to me. I mean, it. Well, the one at the dentist was stuck on Celsius, so the the lady had to do the math. It was like thirty three <laughs> Celsius. I'm like, okay. And then she said it was all Chinese writing, other than the numbers. I'm like, oh, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, but yeah. I'm alive. Well, good, good. Uh, <laughs> want to? We got a we got a pack show today. A little bit later on, we're going to be talking to our buddy uh, Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. We're also going to talk to Mark McMurray from. Uh, Bluff City Outdoors, which is the bait and tackle shop in Alton. Uh, it's been the entire winter has passed since the last time we talked to Mark. So I'm really looking forward to talking to him about uh, what is happening right now, specifically on the Mississippi River, as far as fishing is concerned. That's sure. his store is right there in Alton on the river. He gets a lot of river fishermen in his store. And he hosts that uh, the catfish tournament every year. I wonder if that's going to be happening this year. That should be uh, one of the things that I'm sure that we'll talk about. But I wonder what it's been like on the water there. I wonder if it's like some other waterways that we've seen, like the Lake of the Ozarks, that has just been absolutely packed because 
you know, with everything being closed, people have been taking, you know, they getting out on the water is one of the things that they are able to do. So looking forward to uh, talking to Mark McMurray about fishing on the Mississippi River. And I could always, you know, I'm always looking forward it, to talk a little, little fishing. So uh, isn't Mark's uh, tournament that you were at last year at the weigh-in? Is it, isn't that what you hosted? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. Okay, I remember that. Yep, guy. that's yeah. exactly right. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, we'll check in with him and uh, see what's if that tournament's happening this year, and and just catch up on what's happening fishing-wise on the Mississippi River. And, of course, right now joining us on the phone, as he does every week at the beginning of the show, our friend Aaron Tarlow from Southern Armory. Aaron, how are you, my friend? Good. How are you? I can't complain, sir. So uh, just talking to Bo there, I I think you were on the line and and heard us talking about uh, Phase 1 reopening started this week. Southern Armory has been open this entire time. But uh, being in St. Louis County um, and now having some other businesses and, and, you know, uh, opening up around you, was there any difference this week um, now that some other that that the county is starting to reopen as far as your business is concerned? Or has it been just like it always has been? Yeah, it's been it's been super steady. You know, Uh, we've noticed a lot of people are are calling in to order guns. Um, and paying over the phone that's been a that's been a recent trend um you know as far as masks you know it's just kind of been a you know hit and hit and miss you know it seems like a lot of people are wearing masks um you know being on on the emergency side uh, emergency services side i see a lot of people wearing the mask improperly i don't know if you guys notice that you guys ever see them just wearing it over their mouth yes yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) tools Yes, or the lady in, in Kentucky that went viral because she cut a hole in the middle of her mask because it made it easier to breathe. Yeah, those things aren't hard to breathe. I was thinking about that. They have some bagel with the vents on them, but other than that, they are pretty hard to breathe. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you have glasses, I don't. I don't wear glasses, but they people that do, fog they up. just go. Yeah, they just fog up the glasses. Oh, my really. sunglasses fog up all the time. It bugs the yeah. crap out of me. So, Aaron, I, I I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to picture the. Um, uh, uh, the the strip that you guys are in there at Southern Armory. I feel like there's restaurants and other things that are all around you. Are some of your other fellow businesses did 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 you get some uh, like some of the other businesses that are right there near Southern Armory? Did they open back up this week? And are you seeing more traffic sort of in the parking lot and in the in the strip mall and all that? Uh, not really, because we have the we have like a salon and then and then a hair uh, hair cutting place. So um we're expecting to see them um open you know yeah. sooner than uh but it seems like a lot of them are saying like june 1st they're gonna yeah. open they're gonna yeah a lot of that open. stuff is kind of phase two yeah so um that's that's all fine and dandy mm-hmm. the public freight is uh open the dance studio where you know you take your kids to to learn mm-hmm. uh that has not been open at all we have a uh physical therapy store right your physical therapy office right next to us and uh same thing with them we're kind of just waiting uh and then advanced auto has been open so really the 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 man triangle um the the bermuda triangle for men the harbor freight <laughs> gun store Jeez. and the auto park store, yeah we've been we've all been open right uh, i'm gonna just say can i just put this out there my wife shops more at harbor freight than i do she's the woodworker so you better be careful with that uh that statement there, buddy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> the man triangle. <laughs> Makes sense. 
the yeah. Bermuda Triangle. I mean, for I've been to a lot of auto parts stores since the quarantine started. So yeah. Aaron, you mentioned that that business is is still steady throughout uh, this uh, process, and you know it's been something that we've talked about week after week. That how this has been. There's been a a run on the gun industry on ammunition and specifically like handguns, and, you know, for home defense and things like that. And which made a whole lot of sense at the beginning and even throughout kind of this quarantine. But now that that we're starting to reopen and it seems like, you know, we're kind of taking steps to get back to normal. And even though we're not there yet, there's light at the end of the tunnel. It, who are the people that are buying and shopping now? Because I feel like and maybe I'm just wrong that if you were worried about lockdown and quarantine and you wanted to make sure that you had ammo and a gun to protect yourself because this was it was like a weird period of time that you would have already gone and done that now that we're kind of entering a new phase who who are the people that are are buying now so we're seeing the people that got the the they're calling them trump checks Right, the, oh yeah, the stimulus. Yeah, the stimulus purchases. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I really wanted this. You know, fifteen hundred dollar, eight hundred dollar gun. You know, they only had five or six hundred bucks. So you know, normally they would just buy you know a five six hundred dollar firearm. They're coming in. They're going, yeah, I want this sixteen seventeen eighteen hundred dollar handgun, <laughs> rifle, you know, shotgun, whatever the case may be. Um, which is, you know, hey, well, you know, that's it's available, right? Because normally, you know, during these panic, you know, panic buys, these crises, um, you get individuals that are buying that $400 gun, $300 gun. They want to be as absolutely frugal as possible because they're not a gun person, right? They don't look at like, a, you know, a, a Smith & Wesson, you know, 686 or 629, which is not a cheap firearm as a, like a cool, you know, cool gun. They're just like, I, I just need the cheapest revolver you got, you know, and they're, mm-hmm. they're getting that EAA or EAA um, Windicator. Or they're buying a, a Charter Arms, you know, which, you know, nothing wrong with them, but, you know, um, that's what they're, that's what they're trying to hit. So then you see like those brands sell out, the Tauruses sell out, all the, uh, the, the lower end and expensive ARs that are, you know, four or five, six hundred dollars will just dry up. Uh, and then you're left with more of like the mid-range stuff, uh, which is more of like the newer enthusiast coming in that that just wants you know uh, a mid mid-grade 800 to a thousand dollar rifle. Um, you know the the Glocks strangely dried up, but the Sigs were around. But you know Sig, you're talking six, seven, eight hundred dollars or more. Um, where Glocks are you know four to five hundred. So, um, and then that, you know, I, I can just, prove that I can prove that some of the uh, stimulus money is not going only to the firearms. A buddy of mine owns a hot tub shop. He has been busier than he's ever been in the history of his business. <laughs> Tony, did you get you one? A lot of stimulus. Yeah. Mine finally came in. We just got ours like this week. It, uh, we were one of the last people, uh, to finally get our, um, our stimulus check. And now I guess they're talking about doing round two. So we'll see a, no, a whole nother round of stimulus buys. Aaron, what about um what about getting back to normal with classes? CCW training classes, advanced pistol. Have you guys um talked more about your timeline to getting back to uh those classes at Southern Armory? Yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully, you know, end of June, July. Yeah. You know, we're just 
we're kind of feeling feeling things out. Um, you know, you put that classroom that we have will hold, you know, 21 people, um, 22 people. And we've, we've actually had a few more than just that in there. Um, but with that being said, uh, you know, we don't want to cram 20-something people in there. So the, the question is, is like, well, what do classes look like? Are we going to do five, six? For the advanced yeah. classes, at the range a lot. And the range we the range that we use is an outdoor range. Um, so with that being said, that that's no big deal. You, you can easily social distance. Everybody can drive themselves. So maybe we just meet at the gun shop and go down there and do our safety brief and lay out our objectives for the day down there. So the advanced classes will probably start, you know, start um, kicking back up where the CCW class, we're going to have a little bit more, more restriction and stuff. So it'll be interesting um, to say the least. We've, We've had some discussions on other ways to provide training, um, and we just haven't haven't nothing's come to fruition on that. It's just it's just it's different. I don't um, know if that makes sense. No, it does. It does. And uh, before we let you go, I always remind people on the show and just in life in general. Southern Armory on Facebook, a great place to go to watch videos about uh, cleaning guns and building guns. And now you even have the, uh, I think the podcast is, is going to be available there on the Southern Armory Facebook page really soon if it's not there already. So that's a great place to go. And then uh, also tell folks where they can find Southern Armory. So, yeah, we have the Facebook pages, the Second Amendment News Podcast, uh, the other page you can get on send us stuff we've had a lot of activity with that and then you could find us physically at 9901 watson road that's one mile east at 270 and 44 and southernarmory.com southernarmory.com that's southernarmory.com aaron tarlow the owner of southern armory thank you so much for your time sir we'll talk to you back here uh same time next week next week see you then you bet all right have a good holiday man yeah got to take a quick break and we will be back with more second amendment radio and the great outdoors don't go anywhere Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews is connected to his home, the Matthews Compound, somewhere hidden somewhere in southern Missouri. Uh, It's got a moat with alligators in it. That's all I'm going to tell you. As we continue to practice proper social distancing, Bo is connected uh, via the marvel of modern technology to his home. Uh, we are going to talk fishing with our buddy Mark McMurray from Bluff City Outdoors, and I'm uh, excited to tell everyone that Bluff City is back as one of the great sponsors of this show as we get into uh, the spring and summertime and the great outdoors season and fishing season is back. So is Bluff City. So uh, every time that we are going to talk about fishing from now on, it's going to be brought to you by Bluff City Outdoors, of course, uh, just across the river there in Alton, Illinois, 2813 East.
Coast, Broadway, and Alton. Uh, they specialize in big catfish gear. They have, uh, of course, the catfish tournament every year, and there's big catfish there in the Mississippi, which they are located right next to. So specialize in big catfish gear, rods, reels, hook weights. They also carry a huge selection of crappie and bass lures, all of your spoonbill snagging needs, and a big selection of live and frozen baits, goldfish by the pound. Basically, if you are going fishing, they have got you covered at Bluff City. Uh, check them out at bluffcityoutdoors.com. And uh, like I said, we'll be talking to Mark here in just a second. I do want to remind you about our podcasts. We release two podcasts every week of this show. We put out the show podcast on Fridays. It's uh, uh, interesting, and it's been working very well for us. You can actually download the podcast of the show before it airs. We put the podcast out on Fridays. That way, if you are going fishing or you are going uh, camping or you're going to be out in the great outdoors and you want to take the show with you, you can do it. You can listen to it anytime you want. You don't have to wait uh, for it to air on 97.1 or on KMOX. And then on Mondays, we release our podcast exclusive, which is a bonus discussion that you can only hear if you download that second podcast. And this week on the podcast exclusive, we're going to be talking to our buddy Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. And uh, Jake is actually going to be joining us in the next segment of of the show as well. So make sure you download that podcast. You can get our podcast pretty much anywhere, but uh, the best place to do so, in my opinion, is the radio.com app, which is free. Download the app, favorite the radio station, then you have access to everything. You can stream the station 24-7. You can rewind live radio with the Radio Rewind feature and download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. So go and check that out. Now, let's go ahead and get our buddy Mark McMurray uh, on the line and into the discussion. It's been a few months since we talked to you, Mark. How's it going, my friend? Oh, it's going pretty well, Tony. Great. Yeah, great to have you back. Great to be talking to you again. Great to be talking about fishing again and getting out uh, uh, on the water. As I just mentioned, you guys are out there in Alton, right uh, next to the river, what is uh what is going what's been going on at Bluff City uh throughout this crazy pandemic quarantine situation uh what has been what's business been like at Bluff City since the last time we talked to you uh, we've actually been slammed this spring so far Great. people are going fishing i mean you can't do a lot of other things but go fish yeah. and uh yeah we've just been we've just been nonstop busy really since uh middle of march that's fantastic, and I, you know, I don't want to get into politics too much, but of course, you know, it, you can't, you can't help but read all the news and the differences between, you know, Missouri and Illinois, and and the Illinois governor has made so much news here over the last few weeks, and what businesses are allowed to be open and not allowed to be open. Um, has any of that sort of like essential business stuff? Is that has that had any influence on on you guys, or have you been able to just kind of keep the lights on, keep the doors open, and and people are happy to come in and pick up their fishing gear? Yeah, when we, you know, when when the governor announced, you know, what businesses had to close and stuff, so we had heard there in town that that Petco was using because they saw that they they were allowed to stay open, and uh, so I called the. Uh, local government there and said, hey, you know, we sell bait, but also a lot of that ends up going to pets. So that's going to be what we're going to use to stay open because, you know, we, 
you know, yeah, far crickets go for that and stuff. So sure, yeah, they're reptiles, but they're still pets. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, so we stayed open, and we've just been. Like I said we've been very busy, and That's I great. think everybody's thankful that we've stayed open. You know, we're trying to keep keep the distance. Run, you know, everybody's wearing a mask. You know, and and we're trying to trying to keep you know follow all the rules and all the guidelines and stuff, but. But people want to go fish. It's, it's one of the few things that they can actually get out and do. Heck, yeah, they do. So we've talked on this show a lot about, um, like, uh, other waterways around the area, like Lake of the Ozarks. Our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman, has been on the show a lot, and he's been fishing at the lake and other places and talked about just what you just said, that because so many things are closed, that it's people have been getting out on the water and and fishing and so these these lakes are even more crowded than they would normally be is that what you're seeing out on the mississippi right now are there a a, a larger number of fishermen out on the water there in in alton than you would normally see yeah we're seeing a we're seeing a huge increase in the number of people that are bank fishing uh that mm. that area right over there in west alton it's just it's just there's people everywhere fishing and Below the dam, we didn't get a flood this spring. You know, we had a couple of days where it flooded and then it would drop back down. So, you know, they do that, uh, snag that those paddlefish below the dam there at Alton, and that started March 15th and ran through May 15th. We had a really good season. They were catching a lot of fish. Uh, but there were times where there was 40, 50, 60 people over there snagging. And, uh, wow. and it was just one of those years kind of everybody's wanting to go and, and then the, the fish came in, and so we had a good season. And then with the water up and flowing the way they've had to left, they've been annihilating white bass over there. It, wow. It just, oh, you know, nice. Fire for, for four or five days, and then the water drop, and they'll quit, and then we'll get a little shot of rain, and the water gets back up. Yeah, it's been crazy over there, people catching five-gallon bucketfuls. Hey, 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 Mark, how, how is the water right now in those areas? I mean, we've had a ton of rain just here in southern Missouri where I live. Uh, it's, you know, four and a quarter inches in 48 hours. Uh, do you see a, a crazy busy weekend in your area for Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, I think we're going to be busy. I mean, the, we are above flood stage right now, but I think it's supposed to drop below flood stage by Thursday. So I think the white bass fishing this weekend is going to be on fire over there. And, awesome. Uh, so it, it's, you know, the river's kind of high, like, and we really haven't got into the boat traffic season yet, but that's just right around the corner. Yeah, it, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned the white bass because I think a lot of people, when they think about river fishing, especially on a big river like the Mississippi, they they think catfishing. You know, they think that that's kind of the primary way to go, and maybe you can catch other fish in there, but... Um, you, you know, it's not the best place to do so. And, and, you know, it's really for catfishing only, but that's not the case at all. Uh, talk about, you, you know, all the different things that you can fish for there in the Mississippi. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that isn't the case. I mean, there's a huge white bass population out there. The, the challenge is, is, you know, the river changes so much that it's just, it's like right now when the gates are open and the water's really flowing, they, they, they pile in behind the dam. Uh, when the water drops a little bit, they, they're they're more out in the open water, but they're still there. Yeah. It's just like a lot of people don't realize the amount of walleye and sauger that get caught below the 270 low water dam there. And that, that's more towards the fall and over the winter, but they, that can be tremendous fishing there for, for walleye and sauger. Mm, and, and Mark, what about the flying fish? The Japanese flying fish is that is that a problem? Oh, no, uh, the Asian carp, yeah. Oh, oh the Asian carp. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. 
Yeah, was so I xenophobic when I said that? No, Sorry. No, that's just no. I just was being. I was just clarifying the the what you're talking about. But didn't it infiltrate the Mississippi like like tenfold? Oh, yeah, they're they're horrible out there. Uh, now the one thing is is they produce a lot of offspring. So your your predatory fish like your your catfish and your white bass and there, there's a lot of stripers out there and, and the wipers, which is the white and the striper hybrid. Yeah, you know, there's just a huge amount of food for them to eat. So some of that fishing is is getting better because of the abundance of food because those Asian carp reproduce so much. But overall, I heard they were they are a pain. Oh yeah, I heard they were good eating though. Have you ever eaten them? Yeah, I've had them before. It's a nice white flaky meat, fair amount of bones in it, but it, it's got really good flavor. They're a filter feeder like a like a paddlefish. Mark, right. have you ever gotcha. have you ever seen one fly over your boat? Have you ever experienced it in person? Oh yeah, went out there. We actually, there's been a few times right there. We're trying to get bait, so we go in there and make the noise to get them to jump in the boat. <laughs> it's that's a good. That's I'll a tell you what, right you can you can watch every any video you want, and there's some amazing <laughs> you know videos on YouTube where you see these fish jumping into boats or jumping over boats. <laughs> but if you don't experience it yourself, you don't realize the size and the power of those Asian carp. It's, it, it'll, it, it really startles you. It's, it, it shocks you the first time you see it, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's not like you got bluegill jumping in the boat. You know, you got five-pound bass jumping in the boat. You know, it's that tough because they're big. They're five to ten pounds, a lot of them. And, you know, if you hit them and you're moving, they can knock you out of the boat. Yeah, that's is it only getting worse in our waterways? Is it just getting worse or is, there, is it curbing it a little bit? I'm not sure it's getting worse because they have got some commercial fishermen going out fishing for them. Good. I'm going to say that maybe they plateaued out. I don't think they've gotten any worse the last few years. So at some point in time, they could be like the zebra mussel, which just sort of exploded and then it then it then it fell off after they you know extracted yeah. all a certain amount of nutrients. Right. Um, we want, I wanted to ask you, Mark, I don't want to get too ahead of the game. We're talking to Mark McMurray, owner of Bluff City Outdoors Bait and Tackle Shop there in Alden, Illinois, one of the great sponsors of the show, and uh, also the main sponsor of a brand-new annual catfish tournament that I was honored to be a part of last year. And with all the uh, things that the coronavirus pandemic has affected, I wanted to ask you about the the catfish tournament this year. Do you guys plan to move forward with it? Is it going to be on? Yeah, it, it's on. It's on yes. right now. Though. Nice. City of Alton has not canceled the expo, and uh, they did move the fireworks from the 4th of July to the expo, which should even make make it even a better event down there. But yeah, it's still on. We're already sold out. Uh, you know, it was capped at 100, 100 boats last year. We kept that cap on there, and uh, and then we did something kind of different that hadn't been done before. Is we allowed had a ten day window this earlier in January to allow all the people that participated last year to register before we opened it up to the public. So we got 61 entries from last year registered again, and then when we opened it up, we sold out in 30 hours. That is that oh. is fantastic. That is awesome. And it's in if you can't fish in it, that's okay. It's a great 
spectator event as well. So uh, we'll have details. It's a few months down the road. We'll have details as we get a little bit closer, how you can get out there to the Alton Expo and uh, and check out the, uh, the, the catfish tournament that Bluff City puts on every year. Um, I'm sure all the details on what's going to be allowed and what's not allowed have not been figured out yet, but we'll keep you posted on that as we go throughout the year. Uh, Mark McMurray, Bluff City Outdoors, great to get, have you guys back. Before we let you go, uh, remind folks one more time where you guys are located, what you guys are all about, and how people can learn more about Bluff City Outdoors. Yeah, so we're located in Alton. We're a mile east of uh, Fast Eddie's. Everybody knows where that's at. Oh, yeah. Broadway, there in Alton. And uh, our website, uh, bluffcityoutdoors.com. And uh, just just come over and see. We're, we're really, we are the fishing go-to spot in the area. We, we, we don't sell junk. That's one thing I want to tell people. You know, you can go up to Walmart and buy something to go out there fishing in the river, but it's going to get broke. You know, we, we don't sell that stuff. We've, we've picked on a lot of new products where the St. Louis uh, area dealer for meat hunter rods, those are great rods, really specialized for fishing from the bank around here. And we've added a ton of crappie stuff this spring, bonehead nice. uh, jinko, crappie monster, uh, Leland lures. I mean, it's just we're, we're, we're doing it. People are shocked when they come in here and see how much stuff's in there. It is, and it's it's not a small store, but it's not you know this it's not this big uh, behemoth of a store either. But I can co-sign that when you walk in, you're amazed. There's every inch is is used, and the selection you guys have, as I mentioned earlier in the segment, basically if you are going fishing. Uh, Bluff City Outdoors has you covered. No matter what type of fishing you're doing, what uh, fish you're going for, Bluff City has you covered. So make sure you go out there and check them out in Alton and on the web at bluffcityoutdoors.com. Mark, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, coming on today, and uh, welcome back to the show. And we will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Have a great weekend. Okay, thanks, guys. Yeah, you Appreciate bet. it. You bet. All right, got to take another quick break. When we get back, we will check in uh, with our buddy Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis. My partner, Bo Matthews, is also with us, of course, connected uh, through the marvel of modern technology as we practice proper social distancing uh, here on the show. Just a minute, we're going to be talking to our friend uh, Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. We'll be talking about the gun industry. We'll talk. We'll be talking about the uh, great outdoors a little bit. And, of course, every time we talk about the great outdoors here on the show, it's brought to you by... Razorback Armory. Razorback Armory is your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. They're in De Pere on Manchester Road, just east of 270, about a half a mile. Check them out online at RazorbackArmory.com and tell them Bo sent you. And just a reminder that uh, we're going to talk to Jake right now for the rest of the show, and then he's going to stick around and be a part of the podcast exclusive 
As I mentioned earlier, we put out two podcasts every week here at Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. We put out the show podcast on Fridays, and we put out the podcast exclusive on Mondays. And we've got a lot of downloads on those podcasts. Great response from you guys. Thank you so much to everyone who downloads the podcasts. And if you know anybody that uh, is interested in this kind of stuff, please share the podcast with them. Get our podcast just about anywhere you you get podcasts. Uh, But I always recommend the Radio.com app because it is free and it's basically one-stop shopping for the whole radio station. You download the app, you favorite the station, then you can stream the station, you can rewind live radio, and you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. Again, Radio.com app. Let's go ahead and get Jake into the discussion. Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. Great to talk with you, my friend. How's it going? Oh, it's doing uh, doing well. We appreciate being on, and it's always a good time to to chat. Yeah, you bet. And uh, we were talking earlier in the show, kind of throughout the show, about how the uh, uh, St. Louis City and St. Louis County are back or have started uh, getting back to normal. Phase one reopening was this week. Of course, the state as a whole kind of started that a few weeks ago. And the last time we had you guys on uh, from Osage, we were talking about how you were just opening the doors again. You had closed there for a little while and were only doing business online as uh, we were going through the quarantine and everything. But now the doors are back open at Osage County Guns. Huge, beautiful store out there in Wright City. Uh, What's it been like since uh, you guys have gotten back to work and opened the store back up? Uh, you know, it's been great. Uh, it's been it's been really good to get uh, customers back in the door, uh, kind of get back into the swing of of life and business. Um, business has been has been really well, and um, people have been fantastic coming in. You know, some people have been a little hesitant as they've come in, somewhat cautious to see what's going on. But um, everybody's been uh, very gracious and very kind. That's and, fantastic. Um, obviously, using their using their money, and um, it's been a it's been fun. It's been good to get back into the business. Yeah, speaking of the money, we were talking uh, earlier about um, stimulus builds and stimulus <laughs> purchases. Um, <laughs> have you seen a lot of uh, have, you, have you seen a lot of that at 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 Osage County? People saying, "Hey, I got my uh, government check, and I can finally get that uh, gun I've been wanting for a while." It has. Uh, <laughs> we've we've had a lot of people come in, and you know they've they've got a little extra cash, so. Um, some people have been picking up some stuff they've always wanted. Some people um, uh, have been buying a lot of parts to finish, uh, you know, some AR builds or different firearm builds. Um, ammo still selling very well. Uh, magazines um, uh, still selling very well. So, you know, people are putting that money to use. It's fantastic. Go ahead, Bo. Uh, yeah, I was. You know what? I was going to ask you. You know, through all this crazy time, you know, things are opening up. We're, we're getting a. Uh, we got a Memorial Day weekend. What does Jake get to do on a Memorial Day weekend? Do you get any time off? Because, I mean, you guys have been busy even during the shutdown for you uh, doing your online stuff. But what do you guys got planned for the weekend? Uh, you know, business as usual. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be uh, here helping out, um, working to the bone. Uh, we've got a great sale going on. Um, and so if anybody's interested and in check us out in the store or you know, check out the, the website, we've got a, a good Memorial Day sale that started up today. And, and um, you know, it, it would be great the the to work in the industry that you love is fun, but at the same time, you you end up losing out on some time to get out there and uh, shoot some stuff. But yeah. um, but the you know the interaction with the customers, um, the uh, the business in general, and, and it's fun. So we'll be uh, we'll be cruising all weekend. That's awesome. And I we, do. Oh, I, go ahead, Bo. Uh, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I do have a specific. I do have a specific question uh, about. You know, let's say let's say you have a high point or you have a uh, a Springfield Armory rifle, and you you find a a company that is building like clips that is a it's an off brand. It's a it's a you know it's not it's not the same company who built the weapon. Do you do you recommend those or do you warn people that uh, it's not really meant for that? Do you know Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I've been looking for yeah. clips for a high point. I, I think there's there's twofold. Uh, you know, you can always do some research on the company. There are some companies out there that make what we call aftermarket uh, magazines for firearms. That that's what that, it's called. Yeah. And and some of those companies actually make them for the manufacturer. Not every manufacturer makes their own magazine for their weapons, um, and some manufacturers do. And so, you know, there there are definitely some brands out there that have really good reputation of of working very well, and there are some other ones that unfortunately don't probably work as well as others. And so, you know, you can. Do a lot of review uh, and check stuff out. Uh, there are some reputable companies. Um, you know, Metgar is a great company. They make a lot of magazines for manufacturers, but then they also sell their uh, magazines under their own name. Um, and you can find a lot of great uh, magazines for firearms there. And, and a lot of times the, the capacity is even a little higher than the standard uh, company magazine. Right. So um, yeah. so there's some really good options out there. You just got to kind of do your due diligence. Um, there, there are some brands out there that are knockoffs and or less quality you'll run into more um function issues than others talking to jake fair from osage county guns jake you mentioned uh, a minute ago about ammo is still something that uh, people are buying consistently right now and uh anybody that's heard me talk about osage county over the last several months uh one of the things that really sets you guys apart is the size of your retail space 6,000 square feet the store is huge it's also brand new so it's beautiful Uh, I recommend everybody get out there and check it out but because you have all that space you also have a huge selection in the and the variety and the inventory and uh, the selection out there at Osage is is truly second to none. But even you guys, for a while, with all that inventory, were out of various types of ammo and and guns. Um, has that inventory been completely restocked? And not just at Osage, but kind of industry wide, are uh, have 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 things slowed down a little bit, or have the manufacturers been able to catch up? And is it not? Uh, you know, if you need a box of, of, of ammo, can you go out and get it, or is it still scarce? Well, there's still some scarcities in certain calibers. Um, you know, I've got a, a pallet full of, of 9 millimeter now, and 9 mils kind of coming in. Um, 5.56, five, uh, I had, you know, some come in. It's already uh, sold out again. So uh, certain calibers are, are trickling. Um, you know, there's still plenty of ammo to be had if you're looking for some good center fire. Um, 270, 30-06 type of ammunition, but your core 45, 9mm, 5.56 type of stuff, it's sporadic. Um, it's out there. Um, we just got, we're pretty lucky we have a pallet of 7.62 by 39, so for you AK lovers, um, you know, we've got some good ammo for it, but um, it, it's slow. It, it is coming in. It's not as quick and as the quantities aren't as high. Um, there's a lot of back order, but but it's trickling in, so keep your eyes and ears open. If you find it, grab it. Um, but uh, and, and they'll start. They're going to continue to ship. They're just going to be slow. Everything's 
four to you know, right. four to six weeks behind. Gotcha. Um, I have more questions about this, but we are almost out of time here on the show, so we will continue this discussion in the podcast exclusive. Make sure you are checking that out. We will release the podcast exclusive on Monday. We put that podcast out every Monday. Uh, before we wrap up the show, Jake, remind people uh, where you guys are at, how people can follow you, social media, websites, all that good stuff about Osage County Guns. You bet. Uh, obviously, continue to check us out as we post daily uh, on Facebook, um, Instagram. Uh, you can check us out at OsageCountyGuns.com uh, or come. We love to see you in, in person. Come visit us at uh, 13200 Veterans Memorial Parkway here in Wright City, Missouri. And like I said, I cannot recommend it enough. You can go on the website and you can see the pictures, but until you get out there to Wright City and you walk through the doors at Osage County Guns and you see the massive store and the massive selection of firearms and ammo and gear and accessories, all of it, uh, you will be blown away, second to none. And uh, we appreciate you being on and everything you do for the show. And like I said, we're going to continue this discussion with Jake Fair from Osage County Guns, the podcast exclusive. So please check that out on the radio.com app. And we've got to wrap this show up right now. For my partner, Bo Matthews, and our producer, Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.